Are we? Are you good with your results? I'm trying to look them over because I didn't like read read them yet. Oh, you like got a. I just copy and pasted report. what the what the website said because I knew I wasn't gonna save it, and I can't read off a computer because I'm visually broken. It's I'm it's just a learning disability, but you know, at least it doesn't affect my personality. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pop Talks. Last week, we discussed astrology, which gave Jackie the big-brained idea of taking personality tests. Let's go. I've taken personality tests before, and I don't know why, but talking about astrology made me think of that. So I was like, why not, you know? I have never taken personality tests either. I've taken those, like, comedy, funny, like, how dumb quizzes you know i've taken some of those but those really don't tell you anything they're just they're just funny so but these are like the first real personality tests that i have ever taken yeah i took these i want to say about a year ago but that's just a rough guess and i'm pretty sure i got the exact same things so i guess my personalities stay in the same are we all constantly evolving i don't know obviously that's another that's another whole episode (laughs) right there (laughs) (laughs) but we're gonna get things started with the 16 types personality test you had another name for it yeah the meyer briggs test the meyer Meyer briggs Briggs types types and these were all found on truity truity truity.com yeah those are the tests that we took if you want to head over try these out yourself i took more tests then I needed to because I was texting Jackie about what tests to take, and she just didn't think it was necessary to respond. No. See, here's what happened. I, like, looked at the message, and I was like, I, I must have thought the response in my head, but then not actually texted you, and then I forgot about it. And I felt so bad when I was in work, and Alec was telling me about all these tests he took, and I'm like, oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. I never answered your text message, did I? No, I did not. No, so I'm that sorry. just goes to show how important I am to her. Okay, that's <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so we're going to head right into this test. I do not really understand what these results mean, and you are smarter in this area than I am, so I'm going to lean on you for clarity here. I'm no expert, though. You're, <laughs> Just cl- you're say closer that. to expert than me. Same with astrology. You were a lot closer to expert than I am. Even though I didn't really know much. <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. So it gave me like these bars that would go across the screen. And it was like this percent that, this percent that. And I got 77% extroverted and 23% introverted. intuitive compared to 33% sensing, 52% thinking compared to 48% feeling, and 36% perceiving compared to 64% judging. So I guess that would mean it's an ENTJ personality type. 
And I don't understand why it's called 16 types if there's only eight. That's where I get confused. There's 16 combinations oh, of the four categories. Yeah. See, this is what I mean where I like, I like, you're going to have to help me through these things because <laughs> I, I just don't really understand. Yeah. So each person has like basically one of those four letters. There's 16 combinations of those. Well, I guess eight letters. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 16 combinations of those letters. And you get four, obviously. And that's, like, considered your type. Like mine was INFJ. Which was introverted, intuitive, feeling, judging. Yeah. What the website told me is that I am analytical and objective and like bringing order to the world around myself. Uh, When there are flaws in a system... When you see them and enjoy the process of discovering and implementing a better way, you are assertive and enjoy taking charge. You see your role as that of a leader and manager, organizing people and processes to achieve goals. I would kind of agree with that. Why do you say kind of? Because I feel like I feel like with personality tests they get a little too general and i'm like well in these situations i'm not that way yeah like there's so many situational things where i'm like i'm not a manager at all like i'm not and i don't consider myself to be super organized like i lose my wallet every day earlier today (laughs) i lost my glasses and i was sitting right next to them well i was even saying that like Today, when I was retaking them, I'm like, I sit here and I kind of like overthink even like the statements or questions. Like you said, you know, it's like, well, in certain situations, this or that. So sometimes it's like semi difficult to take these tests because they are kind of generalized statements. But there's no other way to there. There probably there might be another way. I don't know, but yeah, and I mean, I I I think I'm pretty assertive, and and when when I do take charge. I think it's more out of frustration and anxiety that I want to get the work done. Like especially in a in a in a setting where there's a problem or there is something that needs to be finished. The only time that I really enjoy taking charge is when I'm frustrated with how long it's taking and I want it to be done. Especially if I'm not already the assigned leader of the cl- of like the class, the project, the yeah. the workspace. Because in this workspace, you are the leader. So I do not see myself in a leader or managerial role at all. That's that's you. Like if there's already a figure, I don't feel the urge or need to really step up and fill that role because there already is somebody there, if that makes sense. No, I see what you're saying. What about in your personal life, though? In my personal life, it's more of like future futuristic and planning. Like mm-hmm. I like if... I want to make sure that I get things done correctly and properly yeah. and in a manner that makes sense. I respect that. Dope, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's just, it's hard because these type of things to me don't make a whole lot of sense in like everyday nonchalant personal life. I think they make more sense in a workplace. Or in an educational setting, or if you are truly struggling to figure out yourself as a person, which I know a lot of people do. And I did struggle with that for a number of times. I just never took this kind of test. But I feel like 
I feel like if I would have taken these kind of tests back in middle school, high school, college, when I was really trying to figure things out and I was struggling through a lot of things, I think it may have helped a little bit more to help me better understand why I think the way that I do or why I view certain things the way that I do. Because I, f I always struggled with like philosophy and stuff, but I also feel like I am very outside the box thinker and I need to see every single path before I can make a, a good decision with anything. Yeah. So that's that's something that always kind of confused me. Because I feel like thinking philosophically is very outside of the box. It's not very set in stone at all. But I never, I couldn't wrap my head around those conversations in those classes. Okay. See, yeah, I just think like, I think tests like these are just kind of interesting to reflect on. And they make you think about yourself. I personally don't know that there's a way to specifically define every single person through a test. Obviously. Like, is really everybody... Does everybody's personality really boil down to like eight different types or 16 different types? I don't necessarily agree with that, especially because I feel that people change throughout their entire lifetimes. So something you might agree with something right now, but in five years, you might look at this and be like, what? I don't agree with this anymore. So I agree with you that like it could be good for some people, especially if, you know, you're trying to figure out who you are as a person. At the end of the day, at the bare minimum, I just think it at least helps you to reflect on yourself a little bit. And I think even now in 2023 compared to 2017, 2010 and going back, we've come a long way as a society in talking about personality disorders, other different mental illnesses, depression. Everybody's more open and honest about these things, whereas it was kind of like taboo almost to talk about. Even when I first went into a ther to see a therapist, I didn't tell anybody. I couldn't tell anybody. Like it just, it felt wrong. I felt like there was something wrong with me. Not necessarily I was struggling to just work something out. There was never anything wrong with me, but it felt like that to me. And I don't know why. But now in 2023, as we sit here and enjoy life, there's really no reason not to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I think the majority of people who have all gone through the same feeling that I did of struggling and not really understanding or convincing themselves that there was something wrong with them. I think we've gotten to a point now where there are a lot of people out there who felt the way that I did. And we're all realizing that we felt the same way, which makes us feel more comfortable. And I think that is huge. And I also don't really think that in two, even in 2017 that I thought or even had the access to something like these tests that could have potentially helped. Yeah. I'm not sure when you first found them. Uh, about a year ago, a year I believe. Ago. I yeah. think I had heard of the Myers-Briggs test before. Like it had sounded familiar to me whenever... Um, Somebody told the, me about these, but, like, I didn't really know about it. I didn't know you could just, like, look it up and take tests like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, I mean, with Truity.com, there is, like, a 20-page report that really dives in and tells you about everything. But I'm not paying for that. I'll <laughs> just take the free info with the basic yeah, intro I think paragraph it, I think and report, the basic results. I, it looked like your report really analyzed like your results versus 
where you can take the test. It'll tell you your results. And then you can look up the like, obviously the different types. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it more yeah. explained like, okay, like you're this type, but you are also similar to this type and this type. Yeah. So that's how it changes a little bit as far as to what specifically your personality is, I guess. Yeah. And I liked this one because it kind of gave left and right versions of all of these traits and it gave you a percentage of how much of each trait you are which makes that to me makes a lot of sense yeah see i think i just align more with the enneagram one and what it had said for me because i even remember when i first took this both of these like the enneagram i was like yes this is very mm-hmm. very close to my personality whereas i remember reading the myers-briggs one and i was like this is pretty close but it's not as close if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still don't think it's like terribly far off, but I would have to like reread the whole descriptions again. Cause I'll be honest. I didn't get to like fully like read the entire descriptions that it says. So Mm -hmm. here, let's just see. It says INFJs are thoughtful nurturers with a strong sense of personal integrity and a drive to help others realize their potential creative and dedicated. They have a talent for helping others with original solutions to their personal challenges. And it's like, nickname is the counselor. And I mean, it's pretty accurate. I try to help people in my life <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, I didn't see a nickname for, my, for mine. Oh. That's stupid. I wish I had a nickname. Was, I like nicknames. What was the name? Was, what was it? Uh, extroverted, intuitive, thinking, judging. So I guess E-N-T-J. I'm guessing. The commander. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I am the commander. From now on, on air, you have to refer to me as the commander. We're going to change all the graphics to afternoons with the commander. I like it. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's going to be a blast. Anyway. <laughs> no, for the most part, I do agree with that. I mean, I even like whenever I was growing up and people would ask me what I wanted to do, like I changed my mind so many times. I had no idea. Like I almost went to go be a forester. Okay, and here we are. Totally different career. Huh? Yogi the bear. (laughs) Anyway, I remember even at one point I was like, listen, I just want to find a job that makes me happy and makes other people happy. Whenever people like come to me and they're like, hey, I want your advice. I'm like, listen, I'll do the best I can, but I hope that I can help you. You I've always wanted to do some kind of like public job. Like teaching was my first endeavor. Well, and for a long time, I thought about, like, actually going to be a therapist or, like, a psychologist in that regard, so. That really makes sense that your personality trait is called the counselor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I wanted to be a teacher and then moved into this, which is still, like, kind of acting in the public interest. Well, I was going to say, I mean, one of the reasons why I really like this job is because I, I always try to remind myself, I'm like, if I can just make one person happy, I did my job. Exactly. It's fun. We sit in here every day, play some awesome tunes, relax, and try to make people happy or kind of like give them a little brain break or mentally decompress from any kind of stress that they probably had throughout their busy workday. Or if like things are going down, like the snowstorm we had a while ago, people are stuck in traffic on road A. And people in, on road B are probably thinking, well, road A is a, another alternative route. So now I have people on road A calling me, hey, this road's closed. And now I can tell everyone listening. Yeah. So in that sense, I'm actually helping people get home safely. Right. Because 
80 was shut down for a long time. It was a good couple hours that was shut down. And I was like, we need to make sure everybody gets home okay. I had people Facebook messaging me. Hey, just wanted to let you know, I called in earlier, said about this accident. I just wanted to let you know I got home okay. I'm like, awesome. Good job. Way to drive safe in the snow. (laughs) But on like a day like this, like, I mean, maybe not a day like this, depending on when you're listening. A day like this in the day that we're recording. It's beautiful (laughs) outside. Hopefully you're not listening to this in the rain because that would be embarrassing for me. But anyway, (laughs) on a day like today, like we can spend all of our shows cracking jokes, trying to be funny, telling unique stories. Right. And like just to, trying to be the little bit of positivity in somebody's day, oh, you know? exactly. Today I have two really funny shows, Where the Worst Drivers Are and somebody who used a get-out-of-jail-free card to try to get away from the cops. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be such a funny show. And if you didn't listen on March 29th to my show, you missed it. Sorry. But anyway, we did take another test and you said that you like this test a little bit better. Yeah, I think I more aligned with this one. And this test is called the Enneagram Enneagram test. Yeah. And And it it gives you like different types, like there's eight different types. And so it will give you the one you most align with and then tell you which ones you most align with after that one. Gotcha. So like whatever trait is your biggest piece of the pie, the rest of it's just seasoning on top, right? That's the way it seems to me. That's yeah, like that's the way I kind of thought about it when I tried to read a little bit of this test. But this one was a little more confusing for me to interpret. Okay. Just because there wasn't like specific numbers of like you are this percent this. It was just like a pie graph that had different sizes of pie and it wasn't like it, it was a little hard for me to read at first. Apparently I am a reformer, which is a a one. And I'm a four, which is the individualist. Well, look at you being a strong, independent woman. Woo! Is that what it means? I don't think so. Okay. Well, either way. I don't remember that being in the description. (laughs) Okay. My individualist trait is actually the eighth biggest one out of nine. Okay. And my peacemaker one, which I kind of feel bad now, was my worst by like a significant amount. Peacemaker was like invisible, not even on the chart. I was like, oh my gosh, did I like skip a question? I feel bad now. Oh jeez. Yeah, that that is the one difficult part about this because like you look at the circle and you're like trying to figure out like which ones are larger yeah. than the other ones. Yeah, um, I wish it was more of like a line graph, not whatever kind of graph you call that. But yeah, I'm a reformer. Number type number one, which says that ones place a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. Type ones fear being imperfect and can be extremely strict with themselves and others. I don't feel I'm super strict with others, but based on recent conversations with our boss, Mr. Jerry. Yeah, I would think that I am very tough on myself when it comes to this job, my personal life, everything. I think I am very hard on myself and I think it makes my anxiety go up a lot, which I think then causes more detriment and bad things to happen because I'm so stressed about making sure I do everything correctly. Right. Yeah. It almost like sometimes I feel like for some people, if you stress yourself out, 
trying to do things correctly, it almost makes it harder to do things correctly because you're focused on the fact that you're stressed about doing it correctly instead of just focusing on what's in front of you. I did it for the last two weeks and you and Jerry have been helping me try to stop and just relax and get everything done correctly. Yeah. And not stress myself out if I trip a little bit. It's hard, though, because sometimes you fall in the cycle. You know what I mean? Like we're... I don't know. You do one break incorrectly. You say something wrong. And then Mm -hmm. so you're thinking about that and then you have another break. So you're trying to think about the fact that you don't want to mess up again. But instead of thinking about what you're saying, you're thinking about that you don't want to mess up again. And then sometimes you just fall into that kind of cycle where it's just like bad. (laughs) I mean, there's no better way to say it, I guess. Yeah, Um, it's but this makes a lot of sense to me. With the like, with my result being that I am a rule follower that does likes doing things correctly, I I'm that way all the time. I'm I'm one who reads the Lego instruction book front to back twice to make sure that I did it correctly. Mm. I I like to do things a certain way. If somebody comes in and tries to change it or do something like a little different because they found this way is more efficient, I'm like okay. And then I want I want to hear that the way that they do that. And then I want to evaluate if it actually is more efficient. Because right. if it's not or if it will cause more hiccups or I can visually – I can visualize more things going wrong, I'm like, no, we have to do it this way. This is the way things get done. And it bothers me. And I have no idea why. Some people are just like that, I feel like, though, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like I would get even more frustrated when I would teach people how to do like task A, B, C, and they look at me and go, all right, I got it. And then they do it wrong immediately after I do it and show them. I don't know why, but I always get, I don't know how to describe it. It's like my whole body goes hot and I'm like frustrated. I feel like my hands are like clampy. And, cr- and clammy, not I clampy. Know. I feel like that would make me upset just because it would feel like they didn't listen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just told them how to do it and they're immediately doing it incorrectly. Like, granted, they could have listened and just not fully understood what you said. But that's how I would feel. I'd be like, did you really not just listen to what I just said to you? Yeah. With the rules, with everything, like seeing people do things wrong when they a they especially if they know it's wrong. And I've already told them multiple times that it's wrong and they still do it. Yeah. I'm like through the roof and probably more than I need to be. And I will say that I get really like, and I think it's more of like an anxiety gets turned all the way up for no reason. And I just get really frustrated and stressed over the way things get done because I'm used to going A, B, C, D, but they're used to going DCBA. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's you're, it's yeah. the same kind of thing, but I can't process it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I understand the logic of the way someone's doing something, I don't feel like that. But if I can't understand why they're doing it, I'm like, listen, <laughs> why? Like, I just, I'm, but I mean, even like growing up, I would always ask that question all the time. I was like, why? Because I just always wanted to understand like why people were doing the things that they did. And what logic they had for doing them, even if it's something so simple, Mm -hmm. so simple, like you're talking about, you know? Yeah, like wrapping Velcro around a tent, like super easy. But I would just lose it when people 
didn't do it after I showed them multiple times how to. Yeah. It's super simple, but people just could not get the hang of it. And I don't know why. <laughs> and I was like losing it. But there are some like traits on here that I'm surprised that they were lower on my list. Like individualist. Like you were a very individual person. I like to think that I'm pretty individual. Well, but you might be a very individualist person, but that doesn't mean you're going to align with what the personality type is, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a name for it. Mm. That doesn't mean though that you're not an individual because <laughs> you're no, not the individual. No, that's not what I mean. I <laughs> no, just I'm feel just like, saying, yeah. like I don't understand. I don't think that achiever and challenger would be higher than individualist trait. Yeah. Well, let's read the description of the individualist, shall we? Yes, because that's one of my weakest traits, apparently, according to this test. So, according to uh, Truity.com. Fours are defined by their sense of being special and different from other people. They're often creative and present a unique, distinctive persona to the people around them. Fours experience a deep conflict in that they long to connect with others, but they feel that because they are so unusual, very few people are able to truly see them as they are. I remember reading this the first time and I was like, oh, you're not wrong. But, but I'm not happy you're deep. right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, especially so did you read so it, it puts your deepest fear and core motivations did you read them no it yours? was like cut off i couldn't really see it oh mine's right at the top oh. of the page well i can read i can find yours too okay we can look at that because it says that i want to know the deepest fear of fours is that fours fear that they are flawed and are missing out on some basic aspect of happiness that other people have access to. To cope with this fear, they amplify what is different and special about themselves, looking for the niche in which they can truly be appreciated. So you have FOMO. I wouldn't call it that, but kind of. It feels like a level of fear of missing out. It kind of is. Like, and it was the same thing. When I read that, I was like, yes, you right, but I don't like it. Yeah. Because even, I don't know, it's so it's so hard to describe other than that. Because, yeah. like, it was just a feeling I had always had, but I could never verbalize in any way until I had read it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm always, like, thinking, I'm one of those people where I'm, like, always thinking about the future. I'm like, well, what if I was doing this? Well, what if I was doing that? You know, I'm a very, like, what if person a lot of times, and sometimes it's for my own detriment. But, um, yeah, you know, so... I've like had to wrestle f with that for a while of like, I can think about one thing or another all I want, but that doesn't mean those situations would be better. Doesn't mean they'd be worse. Like mm -hmm. it's just better. I don't know. It's better for me sometimes to like try to focus on what's going on right now instead of thinking about 10,000 what ifs of things that never happened and may yeah. never happen, you mm -hmm. know, but like at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, you're just sitting there and you're like, am I missing out on some basic level of happiness that I don't know about? I feel that, man. And it's like, it's a very frustrating thought because in reality, like it's not, it's a lot of thoughts, man. So it's like, you it's just have to, you have to like battle your own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it can be very overwhelming, which is tough to deal with, especially in an aspect like that, where your brain is just racing through and what seems like at the time of overthinking an endless number of possibilities that or or even impossibilities. Right. Yeah. Like, I always call it like crazy. I always call it like a spiral of thoughts 
where it's just like it keeps just going and going and it's circling around itself. So it's all very similar. But a lot of times it just like gets worse. That's yeah. why it's a spiral, yeah, you know, tough. so that's why I always joke. I'm like, I got to stop the spiral of thoughts, you know. Yeah, it's a <laughs> tough one sometimes. But what can you look up what my fears are? Yes. I want to know. I want to know what I'm scared one, of. Correct? Type one. Okay. I mean, I know right now that I am afraid of the ocean. Well, I'm... I don't know that that's going to be your fear. Well, I got it. So because okay. I had it, I had it pulled up because I thought you said you were one. I am so a, I, I had the page pulled up in I'm, case. I'm a uno. But okay. yeah, like I said, I'm afraid of the ocean. Uh, and the ocean I'm, is really scary. Like not terrifying. to cut you off, but I like, am scared to the ends <laughs> of the earth of the ocean. I remember growing just up, the ocean. I remember growing up. I really loved like fish and stuff and i was like maybe i want to be a marine biologist and then i learned more about the ocean i'm like that's scary i don't want to do that anymore (laughs) i think i also wanted to be a marine biologist for maybe two hours i feel like a lot of kids (laughs) do want to be a marine biologist at like one point in their life and then even if it's for like a hot second and then like "Mm, never mind i don't even think it was a complete day that i wanted to be a marine biologist oh mine was for a while like when i was like young young you know what i mean Mm -hmm. I, i remember taking a career test and it was a joke. It said marine biologist, sports agent, um, movie star. Like, it just gave you randoms. I remember it those It was tests. so dumb. Because I don't think that they were that and helpful it, to me. No, they were like, what's your favorite color? Yellow? Oh, you should be an astronomer because the sun is yellow. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't no. think they were that far off because uh, I usually I think they got were the pretty far off. I usually got the very creative careers and the environmental careers. So I was like, okay, because like yeah. when I was in high school, like I mean, I'm very creative, but I also took a lot of science classes. I think I took biology for three years in a row. Yeah, and I was one of pretty the tests good at asked it. me if I played sports. I said yes. I play three sports, and I got sports agent. I'm like, wow, um, so yeah. so creative of you computer generated software <laughs> good job but anyway i'm afraid of the ocean and the dark so what is what is what are ones also afraid of one's fear being bad people morally flawed or otherwise seen as imperfect they cope with this fear by being rigidly disciplined and very hard on themselves and often those around them too okay i think that wraps up this episode of pop talks we're just going to not address the factual statement that that is that that's tough right that's what i'm saying like sometimes these tests they say the things that you don't want to hear but that makes so much sense and i and going back to like even that first test i think taking this one back in middle school high school college one of those points in my life would have helped make so much more sense about where my head is at and where what I was really feeling because it's really hard for a high school age kid you got to think high school you're how old to 18 yeah like, like 14 14 15 I think 13 some cases like you're 13 to 18 years old in high school that's not that long of a time but it's a massive age gap and a lot happens to your brain your body everything your mental Mm -hmm. state your emotional state so much goes down in that four years it's tough and then if you go to college you're thrust into a whole new environment with a whole number of people who had a completely different experience than you for four or more years prior yeah well and two like 
when you're in high school, it's not like you have to decide what you're going to do with the rest of your life by the time you're 18, but you have to have... you. <laughs> Most high school kids are trying to figure out some sort of plan because like if you're going to go to college, you'd want to hope that you were going to pick a degree for a career that you want to stay in. You know what I mean? Or like you have to have or you, you know, it's a lot of people want to have some sort of plan as far as what they're going to do. Yep. But like at 18, it's kind of hard to sometimes it's hard to even know who you are, let alone what you want to spend your time doing. Exactly. It's it's next to impossible to grow up and be an adult at 18. It's really hard to do yeah. that. And a lot of 18-year-olds feel like they have to, especially when they go to college or if they decide that they're going to start their lives. Like I know a number of 18-year-olds who as soon as we graduated college, got a job, started working, they maybe tried a year of community college and were like, no, that's not it, which is okay. Right. Like, that happens. And school's not for everybody, but like some of them are incredible mechanics, great electricians. They can tile a bathtub more beautiful than I've seen anybody do. That's okay. Go ahead and do that kind of stuff. But I think taking a test like this, this the Enneagram test, would have been a major help in me making a decision because I do not feel that somebody who strives for perfection and is so tough on themselves like I am would have made a great teacher. Honestly, I don't think I would have been good at it. So I think that's a year ish of college that I could have spent studying something else that may have made me better and gotten me into this industry faster by a year i will say though like as far as these tests go personally i think it's better to take more than one like i I would not just take one well but like i wouldn't just take one no i wouldn't take one either you get a broader you can compare them and be like okay like what like what results align what results don't and i mean like it's not like they're perfect yeah (laughs) i know yeah i know they're not perfect um, but looking at the enneagram one and the uh the 16 types i definitely think that for example if i went into teaching started teaching and then i had a couple kids start failing i would wonder what i'm doing wrong i don't think i would be able to take you know, like the teacher route of, okay, let's try to figure out why they are struggling. Let's try to figure out all these things, which I think in my brain, I would be skilled enough to do. But I think my immediate thought in those situations is what am I doing wrong in this classroom that he's not learning or she's not learning? You know what I mean? I feel like that's the angle, especially now, even like with the on-air stuff, when I was stuttering a significant amount, I would turn off the microphone, play the next song and sit back and be like, what did I, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And break it down and overthink it to an excessive amount. And now put in somebody else who's trying to gain knowledge from me. I don't think I would be able to translate that well enough in that situation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. And I think these tests would be, would have been a big help then. Yeah, I don't know if they would have helped then. Um, I remember I took them just because, like, I was feeling a little lost. And I'm like, what am I doing? 
who am I? You know, mm-hmm. all those sorts of questions no, that I feel like a lot of young people ask themselves all yeah. often, and you know? And that's um, another thing that probably would have helped a lot of high school kids to try to get a better grasp of who they are. I know so many kids who have been lost right. yeah. and just confused. But I feel like there's also a balance, too, of like, I think a lot of people put pressure on themselves to figure out who exactly they are. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to grow. You're allowed to develop. Like, yeah, you're allowed to change. And I think, you f- especially to- from my perspective, and what I'm, what I meant more by like helping high school and college kids figure out who they are is when I was that age, I didn't know the words to put forth to describe me or who right. I am. I couldn't find the correct combination of words to express it. And I think these two paragraphs that we read today are pretty accurate literary descriptions of me. And I, at the time of being 18, 19, 20 years old, could not find those words. Right. And I think in that sense, it also would have been a major help then. Yeah. And I totally understand what you're saying. I think I just need to make that point because for me it was one of those things I just like so desperately wanted to like know who I was for a while and then I had to sit down and realize like you don't have to be defined by like so many like you don't have to be specifically defined by certain things yeah like you can just exist so I guess like that was the realization like I personally needed to come to because it was almost like stressing me out that I just like couldn't figure it out. Yeah. But it's like, yes, obviously I understand myself a lot better. And do I think this describes me pretty well? For the most part, yes. But at the end of the day, I can look at this and be like, okay, but in I'm five, not fully in, defined by this. Yeah. If I, there's something about me that I want to change, I can work to try and change it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I... I feel like a lot of people deserve to give themselves that sort of grace too, especially with like the things that like frustrate them about themselves. Yeah. And in five five years, you could take this test again and it could give you a completely different result. Right. People change. Experiences change. I think I changed significantly moving from Pennsylvania to Florida for a year and then moving back. I think that changed me as a person, as a professional as an individual, in a group, as a family person, it changed a lot. And oh, that's yeah. only a year. Oh, yeah. I feel like me now versus me a year ago is like totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, there's still a lot of similarities, but well, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've changed and grown a lot. Because <laughs> even from the last time before I reached out about working up here with you, from the last time I saw you to now, completely different. And I would assume that I am relatively different from the last time we oh, were yeah. hanging out. Yeah. You know? It's like similar enough where it's like, oh, yep, that's them. But yeah, like, that's, there's a lot of differences, him. though, yeah. of like as far as like growing and maturing in yeah. that regard. You know? Yeah. And I think those are the things that really changes your growth, your maturity, your habits. But at your roots, you're still Jackie. I'm still Alec. Right. My sister's still going to be my sister. She, obviously, she doesn't stare at herself and do duck face in the mirror anymore <laughs> like she did when she was 10. Right. But she's still Abigail. Like, she's still that goofy person yeah. that would do that. But now she's looking at 
master's degrees for culinary. Like, obviously, she has grown into a much mature person than the duck face Abigail. But, like, yeah. those, it's the same person. Well, yeah. Well, and I mean, I even... That reminds me, I even took a class in college about, like, identity, and that class made me think a lot, because I feel like it's so much more complex than we think about sometimes, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I agree. But that could be a whole nother episode. <laughs> it could be. But I will say, I did take a careers personality test on Truity. Yeah, I did not take that one. I took that one, and it says that I should be an art director. Oh. Yeah, when... I'll make a post about this episode when it comes out, and I will put a piece of my artwork in the post along with it. Like, I'll put a picture up of my artwork. Wrong. Very, very wrong. (laughs) I remember uh, when I took this, the first time I took it, I did take the seven love styles test, but I do not remember the response. Like, the, because that's like the, I think it's basically like the five love languages, but this says there's seven instead of five. Did you take that test? No, okay. I did not take the love test. I took the, like I said, just took the careers, and then I also took the big five, which is also on Truity, which was pretty cool. That one was pretty cool. That one had a lot more in depth words about personality and, all that stuff. So that was kind of interesting and different, but you got to take more than one of these things and even more than two. Like we only really dove into two of them, but I think if you really want to dive in and analyze your personality and try to grasp who you are, you have to take like four, maybe five. And like I said, I think it's very important to like sit down and reflect on it. Don't just read it and be like, okay, and then move on. Like I think, like to me, I think the whole benefit that I had gotten out of it a year ago and even now is like sitting down, reading it, reflecting on it, seeing what I identify with, what I'm like, okay, maybe I don't agree with Mm -hmm. that. You know, thinking like about the things that I didn't really think about before. Yeah. But um, I'm also somebody who like journals a lot and stuff. So Mm -hmm. even I would like sit down and be like, okay, I'm a journal about this for a while. Yeah, and (laughs) that's something that can Um, help you reflect on it. If you're trying to comprehend and understand what these tests have said to you, try journaling, try talking to a close friend, try talking to a parent, sibling, or go to a therapist. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad thing. And sometimes you need an outside perspective or somebody who does know you's perspective that isn't yourself to help you really process those things because they see things that you don't. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So you need, when you're processing these things, if you take these tests, also, if you do take these tests, they are not very time consuming. I took four of them in less than an hour. So yeah, it didn't take me very long. It doesn't take take that long. It's not, it's not something that you're going to be like SATs sitting down, (laughs) filling out for the whole day. Unless you want to fill out that many, but that's your choice. I recommend you really look at these things, talk through them, because talking helps me process a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Same here. Like I said, that and journaling, too, because sometimes I got too many thoughts in my head, but something about journaling, it like getting the thoughts out on paper, for me, it makes it so much easier to process. I understand. And then it can almost like empty the thoughts as opposed to letting them sit in your head right. and then you 
think about them over and over and over and over again until they're worn out, tired, and it drains your energy level. Right. Well, and if you even really wanted to, if you were like journaling a lot, you could look back and see how your mindset has changed. Mm -hmm. I don't usually look back. I'm usually kind of one of those people where I'm like, I just want to get the thought out and move on. But if you're somebody who would want to look back, I mean, you probably, you could. <laughs> yeah. Take some of these tests, see how you feel about the results, process the results, whether it be thinking to yourself, don't go on a darkness retreat like Aaron Rodgers. That's just weird. Go ahead. Talk to people, talk to friends, families, therapists, bosses like I do every week here with Jackie <laughs> on Pop Talks. This has been awesome. I really yeah. like I really liked reviewing these tests. We can we should do more and then revisit this a little later. I'm down. Talk to you later. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Radio PA and all that jazz. Bye. <laughs>